Hi, I'm Max Mauerman, and you're listening to the Alleviating Poverty Through Entrepreneurship podcast. During the lead-up to this year's United Nations World Water Day, we sat down with a local Columbus firm that's addressing one of the most vital and perhaps overlooked parts of water access, transportation. Pack H2O makes a durable, easy-to-use, and easy-to-clean water backpack that's meant to replace the burdensome and often dangerous modes of water transportation in developing countries. To learn more about their product, its origins, and how it's distributed, we sat down with Pack H2O Marketing Director Kelsey Langdale. Pack H2O is a water backpack. Um, it was developed to assist women and children in the transportation of water from the well back to their house. Most people don't see that as an issue. They see access or sanitation, but once you get clean water, how do you get it home? Um, normally you're seeing buckets carried they once had gasoline, pesticides. Um, they were once contaminated, usually found in the trash, repurposed. Uh, the, they're weighing anywhere from 40 to 50 pounds. That pressure on a woman's body is actually really dangerous. Um, you know, over time it compacts the spine. Neck and back aches are some of the most common ailments. And actually when um, in childbirth, a woman can have difficulties um, when, when giving birth due to that. While still a young firm, Pack H2O has already begun to distribute its solution to this problem around the world. Yeah, so we are in about 25 countries right now, um, different parts of Central and South America. Um, we have a few packs in different parts of India, um, Asia, and but mainly right now, mainly Africa, um, Eastern and Western at the moment. Um, Kenya, Rwanda, Malawi are our major focuses at the moment. Um, Haiti is always a big one as well, just because uh, that's where the pack was developed. So we, you know, we always want to go back and, and help them. Um, and then, you know, obviously in uh, South America, it's Guatemala is our main focus too. But Pack H2O doesn't want to just dump its packs on needy areas. Instead, they hope to build long-term relationships with community leaders. So the model that we use is really important because you never want to be a stranger going into a new place, dropping off a product that nobody's ever seen before. It won't get used properly. Um, it'll break. You know, nobody will be there to explain how to use it. So we work with partners that are on the ground that have facilities in these areas. Uh, they have community health workers that are walking around that have relationships with the families that are using the packs. It's really important. Um, so generally, you know, Organizations will come to us and show an, show an interest in the pack, or you know we'll find somebody who we think is doing a really great job in the water industry, and we want to help them improve. So either they're providing wells, or you know we know that they have clean water in their areas, and you know we we think that the bucket or the we think the backpack is just an addition to that. You know it's kind of like a piece of the of the circle that's missing, a, a link in the chain. Um, Generally, the pack, um, you know, it'll go out in hundreds or thousands, and so it takes some time there. It's either through um, aid relief or, you know, we'll do um, the, the community health programs. They'll in, introduce it through, um, you know, through hospitals and things like that. Package 2 was funded mainly through one-for-one -one donations, but they've also managed to secure a number of large partners. A, a backpack is $10, so you can go to the website and give one pack or 10 or 20. We also have um, organizations that will buy them directly from us, and then we'll partner with um, people like foundations and things like that, and they'll come. we'll all come together um, to create a sort of movement and effort around a certain community or um, 
relief effort. And uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> what, what was the question? How does it? Oh, okay. Um, so, for example, right now we actually have something different going on. Um, we have, uh, you know, a silent donor who gave uh, $50,000, and so up to $50,000 we can match everybody's pack. Um, and that's actually going on through OSU. Um, and the APT event, that's where our focus is on Kenya right now um, and our partner, Partners for Care. So basically they're making it so your impact is twice, twice as much. Pack Istro's namesake packs have been engineered to last for a very long time in very harsh conditions. So the pack has, has this sort of hard outer shell that protects the soft inner liner. Um, and the, the hard outer shell, when it's used properly, can last up to two, two years. Uh, the liner can last about 18 months. Uh, the important part is the education process when the pack is actually being delivered. Um, you know, we know that people are going to use the backpack for other things like firewood um, or, you know, carrying their food and things like that. And that's fine as long as they take the liner out because it'll last longer. I'm actually still waiting for the first picture of somebody putting their child in their backpack. <laughs> I know it'll come soon. Package Duo had its origins as a project of local manufacturing firm Greif. Greif had a lot of initiatives um, going on in Haiti. Operation Blessing is one of our major partners, and we work with an orphanage down there. We provide um, brain catchment systems on top of school buildings. You know, they've they've built entirely new schools um, because you know they're they were falling into lakes. They you know really try to just be a support system for when the earthquake happened um, because literally the entire structure you know was was shaken. So. Actually, a lot of the people that were involved with the pack um, are from OSU, funny enough. Um, David Fisher, Scott Griffin, this is the chief sustainability officer. Um, some of the first investors, Rich Langdale, um, you know, he came from the entrepreneurship school. Um, we're working with the College of Public Health. We worked with some of the business school students. Um, we really wanted to work closely with OSU because the PAC was developed, you know, in our own city, and we think it's pretty cool, and we want other people to learn about the innovation itself and, and kind of promote what is going on here in Columbus because, you know, there's a lot of really cool stuff. It's, it's not just package 2 that's focusing on water. Battelle, um, design outreach they came out with a uh, a deep water well pump um that's you know it goes further down than any other well pump that people have seen so they're they're now working with world vision they've taken backpacks to malawi with them um so what we do is is heavily based on partnership package rose team had to iterate through a lot of designs before they found one that finally worked the pack was actually um, developed after the 2011 earthquake in Haiti. Um, the creators from Greif, David Fisher and Scott Griffin, they went down to just figure out how they can help. You know, they have great sustainability efforts um, in their company, and they actually create those buckets and jerry cans themselves. And they that's kind of why they knew you know, what was being put in them, all those chemicals and things like that. So they, you know, really attached to that. Um, it's funny because the pack has gone through many versions. Um, you know, we tested throughout the year of 2011 and 12. Um, at one point it was a vest with little water inserts. You know, it, there was a water snake at one point that you would wrap around your neck. So we went through a couple different trials, um, but, you know, it's never going to be complete. Uh, right now, we do have a design freeze on it, 
um, just so you know we could start getting it out there in, in mass quantities and actually testing it. Testing it, but you know we're working with MIT at the moment in Kenya to actually improve it. Um, right now, it's just um, a better way to transport, and we want it to eventually be a way to transport and clean the water. Um, so with that, you know, that may be a filter on the spout. It may be a closed top so that you can actually take the entire bag of water out and lay it out in the sun and help to kill some of those contaminants. Um, yeah, so it's always changing. You know, you have to evolve uh, with, with the issues themselves. And we may have different designs depending on different communities and what their needs are. But I still had a couple questions. First, had the team actually seen measurable improvements in people's well-being thanks to Pack H2O? So, you know, we've only been in existence for about two years, but in that two years, we've had great partners that have offered to be, you know, sort of that um, platform for research. Um, Kenya, specifically, um, Partners for Care, they work on that community health program model. So before they gave out the packs, they actually um, gave out surveys to, to, um, they asked, um, uh, how long do you carry water? How far do you have to walk? Um, you know, does this take up time that you would have spent doing other things? And then once they got the pack, they you taught them how to use it. They came back, you know, a couple months later and said, you know, do you still have back problems? You have to word it pretty carefully because in a lot of situations, you know, people will always want free things, but you have to, you know, make them feel as if they're a part of the solution. You know, these women who are first getting the packs, they're actually helping to make those improvements on it so that other women can also be, you know, feel that relief as well. So I also wanted to know about cultural obstacles to this product's adoption. In a lot of societies, women traditionally carry their children on their backs, and I wanted to know if this had limited the product's use. Usually that's the first question, is the cultural question. Do they accept it? The, the bucket has this stigma around it where you see women walking in so many different countries. And it's not necessarily because they want to, it's because they have to. Um, so most women, when they see the pack and when they feel it and they watch how it's used, it's intuitive. They, they fully understand the value of it, how that pressure is relieved off their backs or off their heads. Um, there, you know, there are some, well, you know, I carry my child on my back. We've seen women move their children to the front. We've also seen women put the backpack on the front instead. So, you know, they can, they, they basically tailor it to, you know, whatever their needs are. Package H2O is still a relatively young business, and I wanted to know what their plans were for the future. Package H2O's goal eventually is to pretty much become obsolete. You know, we want everybody to have access to clean water, clean, running, safe water in their homes. Um, That's going to take a while, though. So, you know, we're flexible. We want to work with partners on providing total solutions. So, you know, while our goal is is providing backpacks, it's also promoting, um, you know, that whole ecosystem within a community. Recently, Package Show has also started an exciting collaboration with friend of the show CX Catalyst. So CX Catalyst is a group that I actually came to APTE last year. Um, it's a woman named Tess Mateo. She's amazing. Um, she is basically like the world's greatest connector. She finds um, issues in developing areas, and then she'll find a company, a nonprofit, um, you know, an education system put it all together, build a model that is most beneficial to everybody, and try to solve these problems. Um, so she paired up with Samako, who, Samako is basically the Walmart of Guatemala. Um, 
they are wholesaling the backpacks, holding them in their warehouses. They give out the first few packs for free to the women, and then the, so the women will go out and sell them, and they'll come back and then buy them at a subs- subsidized rate. Um, so our plan is to have them be manufactured in country. They're not yet, but what will happen is the, we'll send in kits, so the liners will already be made but they'll actually be sewing the outer shell of them. Um, some of the micro-entrepreneurship businesses that we've seen come out of this, when women are in that mindset of you know, making an income for their family, you know, we've seen women just selling water in the market in cups rather than just for themselves and their own family. Um, we've seen them sewing, you know, designing the packs and things like that, fixing straps in case they break. Um, so it's, you know, it's, there's a lot more innovation around just the pack itself and, and helping, helping your own family. You know, they're, they're really reaching out into the community and seeing how they can lift everybody up with them. Like a lot of the groups we talked to in the show, Package Duo started out as a for-profit business, but they recently decided to spin off a non-profit subsidiary, and I wanted to know why they decided to make this move. Originally, we started off with the idea that, you know, you can still do good and make money. That's not not an issue. And we want other people to go out there and think that way, too, because it lifts the economy up. Um, it breeds more innovation when people know that they have a little bit of a, an incentive in it. Um, Pack H2O, when we started... You know, social venture, that it's not very known in the Midwest, you know, on the West Coast and some of the East Coast, they're, they're doing it. But, you know, we saw it as a way to introduce it into the community. The, the thing that you have to be careful about, though, is all the partners that you're working with, and that's usually nonprofits and foundations. So, you know, we wanted to be flexible for everybody. That way, you know, on the, non, or on the for-profit side, we have the manufacturing, distribution, logistics, all the, the back-end stuff to make it run. And then on the, on, the, on the non-profit side, we have, you know, campaigns, fundraising, working with the non-profits in different areas to make sure that they are, their needs are met. You can find out more about the product and make a donation at PackH2O.com. Until next time, I'm Max Mauerman, and we are alleviating poverty through entrepreneurship. Thank you.